Did someone say, show me the funny? It doesn't matter now. Here come Cliff and Kendall. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Sure. Out of this world. Sure. No, I never found him here. Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall, Cliff and Kendall. Sure. Sure, this is the show. Don't got nothing for that one, Kendall. Sure, this thing on, Kendall. It's on. It's on. The sewage treatment things are on. Oh, I smell it. I've got. I gotta spray some of this spray. Please do. I've got. I got like some pumpkin spray. I don't know if you noticed. Spray. I don't know why I picked peanut butter. I thought it had a really strong smell. So I put peanut butter under my nose, but all yeah. it's making me is hungry. I see it. I, to me, I thought that was just your beard. I thought it just started blobbing, <laughs> growing out <laughs> blobbing like that. No, not yet. Anyway, that's coming, I'm sure. Um, but no, we, we're here at the Busheltown Sewage Treatment Plant. Yeah. And you can't miss it. Can't, can't miss, miss it. it. It's in the heart of downtown, the sewage district. And we're here, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn. She was asked by the sewage treatment facilities manager to come and give her world-renowned rye speech to the sewage treatment employees, just as sort of a treat, a treat for it's the treatment treat. employees. I wish somebody asked us to do something. We could bring treats to everybody. Well, we came and we brought the booth, and we thought <laughs> we never asked though. We just come. You know, the rye, the rye tour. We're such. We, I don't know that we were integral parts of it, but we were such parts of it. Well, we were there. We were there. We've done it without us. And it's just not the same if we're not there. So we thought, right. hey, put the booth on the truck, get Charles' contractor <laughs> to set it up. We're her good luck charm. We're doing the show in the sewage plant today. She'll bring the smarts and we'll bring the fast. How about that? There you go. Yo, 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 there yo, you go. Yo. Uh, and Cliff, but that's... That's... What this show I what is I about, say. I don't either. It, I lost the thought. Just I was going to say, you didn't even ask me how I'm doing after I was assaulted by multiple wasps last week. Cliff, I completely, you know, I've been real busy and I broke something the other day. Anyway, how, how are you? Well, good. I'm glad you broke it. It's, it's, <laughs> get you some, get your attention. I'm giving out a public service announcement Warning, 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 warning. This is not a drill of the emergency broadcast. This is real. This is real. Wasps are waiting for you outside your car when you get out. They'll be waiting for you. You will remember, listeners, savvy listeners who write down notes in their diaries (laughs) about the show. You'll remember about a month ago, I was stung brutally by a wasp right as I got out at the food moor. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, I do. I do remember that now. Well, this... (laughs) You know, I don't remember anything. But you do remember it now. Now that you brought it up. Right. Well, I don't expect you to remember anything without being reminded first. I'm I'm not (laughs) expecting... not a miracle worker. Not a miracle worker, Kendall. I'm not Annie Sullivan over here. <laughs> but no, so that happened at the Food and More. And then, last week, oh my God, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, Mr. Snodbottom, they were, you know, they went out for the weekend. They took the kids to smack over mm-hmm. for a big thing at that bed and breakfast. And so I went over to feed Mr. Marbles the Third, their cat. Mm-hmm. I thought, I'll be nice. They asked me, so I went over. I got out of the, my car Sunday morning at Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's house to feed Mr. Marbles. The instant that I opened my car door, 
I was stung. Oh my god! Right here on my arm, right here. I'm the fleshy, fatty part like of the arm. Like he just ran after you right away. I opened the door. Stung. It's how. It's exactly like it happened at the food mart. Oh so god. I thought, oh my god, this has happened again. I can't believe it. You just got something in your blood. They're attracted to. I think. And then I went. I, you know, I, but I was going. I was at their house, so I thought I just went inside, washed it off, mm-hmm. soap and water. That's what you do for a wash. And it, you know, and it hurt, but. You know, I, I was getting better and yeah. thinking about how I should put it behind me and live life <laughs> and grab it and carpe better get diem. to living. Yeah, better get to living. Carpe diem, seize the fish. And so I, I go about my business. I go to not to the food and more, but to that other supermarket that's down there by their house because mm-hmm. I thought maybe they'll have different ice cream. So I went there, got some different ice cream. As I was going, this is right after I left Mrs. Potterbuttertrick's house. As I was getting in the car, I'd already bought my ice cream, put it in the back seat, getting in the front seat, as I reached to close the door behind me, three wasps were flying into this circular motion, and they were like circling the door of the car. The one called the others. He's like, get over here. And I changed locations. <laughs> they I, followed you. They were circling the car door. I leaned back like this, like, ah, ah, like if Michael Myers was in the mm-hmm. door and, because I had just been stuck. And they are circling, circling, and I, and I freak out. I don't know what's going to go on. And I, eventually, after a minute or two, I think, okay, I've just got to reach out and shut the door really quick, and it'll be so fast that they won't get in. I reached oh out and shut really quick, and I shut one in with me. Oh, my God. And so then I was like, ah, ah, And then I opened it again so it could fly out. It did. It flew out, but they were still circling the door. Every time I would put my hand out thinking, okay, they've moved on, oh my one God. would come back. And it, So eventually I had to start the car, and I drove away a little bit with the door open because it was a bit an empty parking lot, yeah. basically. And I got away from them. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God. Oh my God. Can you believe this happened, Cliff? What is going on? I can't believe the story of these wasps. And then, like at the end of every Halloween movie, when you think Michael Myers is laying there dead, <laughs> but then you turn around and he is gone. Oh I got home the instant that I opened my door. No. I put my and I put this hand out. Stung right here on the finger. Oh my God. On the finger. I got stung immediately as I got out of the car at home. And I had that, I'm sure, I don't know who was around, but I was like, what the fuck, this, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and I went inside, washed it off. Let me tell you, for three days, at least two to three days, itched like hell. I was swollen. And you know I don't have room in my skin to be swollen. <laughs> I was swollen no up. no skin left. Yeah, it was, it was like it was like both my hands. I looked down and I, I wanted to cry because I was like, I know my hands are fat, but they're not that fat. Oh my and, god! But they were just like hugely. And oh my god, I had to take so many Benadryl just to stop from the itching. But anyway, and I, had, I looked up in case I had gotten some sort of terrible fatal wasp disease, <laughs> and it, it said basically you might swell up and have this reaction once in a while. It doesn't mean you're going to do it every time. I think it was because I got stung twice in yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. And it was just awful, and I hate wasps, and I don't uh, don't accept it. I don't stand for it. Watch out. I can't believe that that many wasps kept coming after you. It's like, hell, I think Sheriff Frogblast should hire them on the Busheltown Police Department. They're better than the deputies. It was unreal. It was ridiculous. And uh, so, 
I, I barely left the house. The the, the, I was the say, yeah, there, you the turned into a days. turned into a, a, a what do you call it a recluse, agoraphobe, a, a hermit, yeah, an agoraphobe, agoraphobe. I gave you three synonyms. Choose them. Choose whichever one. Uh, but anyway, I'll no, let the you, listeners can, you I don't know if you. Th- this is that's you do that's look a scab. really swollen all over. Well, that's my body. Oh, but this is a scab oh right God. there because where that's I was just scratching, scratching. Yeah, Jesus. And it was, and you can't. Oh, well, you could. You see the dot that was yeah. where I got stung yeah. on my finger. And so anyway, God, Kendall, that was my horrible wasp story. Watch what? out! And I, I think I talked on the show about how the, the spiders have been following me and like getting in the car. What is it about the car? I. I, I don't know, but every time I get out of the car, I tell you what, I look around before <laughs> I open be that door. your hand out now. I look around and survey the scene. Oh I'm going to have to bring mace or something. Well, Cliff, I hate to break to you. This show is not about wasps. What? I know. I know. It's about sewage. Oh, shit. I um, thought it was the wasp hour. Even though we've, sent, we've spent Act 1 on Wasp Alone. We're moving on. We're going to talk about sewage. Moving on. there's a lot of shit to get to. Cliff. There is. There is. Um, that, you know, sewers have been around, and the sewer system has been around for thousands of years. People Which think, do you prefer, the sewer system or the solar system? You well, have to choose. I mean, I do like to poop, Cliff, but I do like that, that whole planet thing and living as well. So I'm going to go with the yeah, solar system. Yeah, you better get to live. But this show is not about the solar system. It's, it's not. The sewage system. I thought yeah. it was the Wasp <laughs> Solar System show. Half is about Wasp, and the other half is about Solar System. Oh, oh, no, Cliff, there uh, are proof that sewers existed long before even the Romans. And really? I know you probably thought the Romans were the first to do it, but you're wrong. Every time I shit, I think a Roman. Nope. For the well, you've whole been system. thinking wrong all this time, because archaeologists say the ancient Indus Valley civilization, city of Manejo Dero, which predates the Romans by Uh-oh. by more than two thousand years has sophisticated sewers that, that feature brick lined pits no different than modern septic tanks and enclosed drains. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy, Kendall. Do you know the most? This is a sewage fact. I find this to be a pleasant sewage fact that I would you know jive with since in my perfect pitch and everything. Uh-huh. Most toilets flush in the key of E flat. Did e you know that? Flat. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I'll have to listen next time. Give me time. an E flat, Kendall. <laughs> Perfect. Listen, did you hear how I improved upon his E flat when I did it? <laughs> it was good. I thought you just sang it. I don't know if you improved upon it. But most of the slump sewers under one category. Sewage. Wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. There are three different distinct types of sewer systems. Foul or sanitary sewers. Foul? That's the kind under our house. For birds? Which carry wastewater from our homes into wastewater treatment plants. The wastewater won't water. You have a surface water and storm sewers, which carry rainwater from roofs and roads to streams and rivers. You know, back in L.A. it always says, don't dump in here, this drains to the ocean. That's what those were. I always just said, I'm going to fucking dump wherever I dump. Well, that's the problem. But you could if you were to combine sewer. That's the third type. Single pipe system, which carries both wastewater and surface water. Oh, man, I love... The third time. Engineering. Engineering. Do you wish you were a sewage engineer? Would you go back to do it all again? If I could do it all over again, I think I would be great at it. I think you're very, you're very shit-minded. Yeah, like I have all the. You're very shitty mind. Yeah, I got all the predating thing. The all the what do you call it? Shit for brains. Yeah, you got that. That's it. Kendall, I want you to know about the sewer. Have you ever heard this? I'm about to drop a bomb. Fatbergs. Fatbergs. That's not you and me. 
That's not that's not us when we do a parody of the Goldbergs on TV. Fatbergs is the name given by people who work the sewers of London to the floating chunks of Ooh. grease and oil that cause blockages and wreak havoc on the city's sewer system. Oh my god. Now this makes me think maybe we've done a show on sewage before because I remember this, but maybe not. I don't know. Listeners, add us at Cliff and Kendall on Twitter. Tell us, have we done a sewage show before? Probably. The biggest fat berg, not you, Kendall, not me, <laughs> but the biggest one to have been removed from the sewer is one the size of a bus made oh. up of 15 tons of fat mixed with wet wipes. That does sound familiar. It. Do, you don't forget a thing like that. <laughs> The particular fatberg was so big, it reduced the sewer it was found into just 5% of its normal capacity. So if your shitter won't shit, just, it might be a fatberg. <laughs> no wonder my toilet hasn't been flushing. Yeah, you know, people often say when we, they see us walking down the street, fatberg off the starboard bow. They're on a boat. One moment, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is a lovely setting for oh, another speech. It's so wonderful. You know, yeah. the bunting and the flowers you've put up as decoration, sugar lump it. You've transformed the entire place. Oh, thank you, it's a show you. place. Oh. Well, you know, I think you're right. Because, see, I don't think I would have as much trouble with this place if I were you two. Because, Mrs. Potter, butter, butter, turn that... that flower you have on your chest there is it smells so wonderful it has knocked out all the terrible smells that were in here before oh well it is a very large corsage it's a very large corsage bar you know i picked it up this morning from the florist <laughs> in honor oh mrs potter butter butter turn and her return to the rye stage you know i've been telling you sugar lump that the world wants to hear more about rye from you Oh dear, well, I'll tell them as much as they want to hear. Oh. Isn't he such a lovely husband? Did he stop by to get the flower because he knew we were going to be at the sewage treatment plant? Oh. Very thoughtful. Yes, and that's why I picked up this small boutonniere for myself, boys. Oh, it looks lovely. <laughs> they match, dear. Aren't they wonderful? Yes, I thought of buying one for you two, boys, but I knew you wouldn't be <laughs> wearing anything with a lapel. <laughs> you got that right. Got it right, But sorry. you could have you got a bouquet to sit on the desk. You know it always smells in here anyway. Well, okay, don't add in with the coulda, woulda, shoulda. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so Mrs. Potter, butter, butter, chart, what are you going to do to the rice feature? Are you going to jazz it up in a way oh, for the dear. sewage people? Well, dear, you know, everywhere we go, I always try to change it up a little to make sure it fits for the venue. <laughs> so I've, I've added a few things about how rice is such a fibrous thing to eat, dear. It helps, you know, with, with your elimination system for the sewage. <laughs> oh, yes, it helps your system and the sewage system. Right. It helps everyone, dear. Yes, because digested rye is no to just clear the clogs oh in you, the lines. You've done it again, Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butter, Turn. You've made this speech, like, so great. It's going to be so good. I hope we get I hope we get to hear it not in the middle of doing a show. Could be. I'm not sure what the timeline. It depends on if there's anything that needs to be moved or set up. We may be in the middle of the show. Or do you want me to sing maybe one of my new hits? I could sing my Bow Down, in parentheses, God's Perfect Voice. What? I could sing Torture, in parentheses, Torture. I could do one of my singles, hasn't come out yet. It's called Out of My Way, and then in parentheses, Green Acres. It's going to be big. I know how to put the asses in the seats. Well, dear, those are all lovely suggestions, and I may have to check with the sewage plan to make sure to see what their schedule is. I'm not sure if we have time. Oh, yes. We'll have to check with them, boy. <laughs> Don't get your heart set on it, though. <laughs> yes, we'll leave it up to them. Oh, oh, yes. I must be going, dear. I've got three more pages to get through before oh, I start. no. Yes, sugar love. I want to hear you. You run those lines. Oh, that's right, dear. I want to make sure I hit every I and T at the right time. Oh, yeah.
Oh my goodness. Um, they're having a blast. They have a blast wherever we go. They do, and that's really a lesson. That's what makes for them us great. Yeah. Kendall, what are what does the sewage system mean to you? Well, Cliff, I mean, I try to look at the sewage system as a metaphor for life. Is that so? Yeah, because if you think about it, like, we're just so much shit's coming at us all the time. And instead of getting all clogged up with it and letting it get all over your face and everywhere, just let it flow through you, you know? Like, let it just pass on through you. Don't let it, don't let anything stick to you and add to, to your stress. Let it flow. Let it flow. Isn't that beautiful? Well, it was something, and I liked your effort. Thank so, you. So, I want to know, but do you have any other sewage facts that we've got to know? Oh, my God, yes, I, I do. I was the one who dropped about the fatbergs. You oh. were sitting on it. Well, you just wait until you hear this fact I'm about to drop oh, your way. All right. Cliff, your internet, believe it or not, is linked to the sewer. No, yep. not the internet. Yes, it's a, well, internet. it's a well-known fact. But the internet has some close... Sorry. The internet? Sorry. But the internet broadband cables are physically located inside the sewer lines. Oh, when my laying God. The internet cable using the sewer networks remains the most practical way to, un, to avoid unnecessary digging and disruption. So when people say, excuse me, your Wi-Fi is shitty. Yeah, it's true. And that's probably why there's Bingo. so much shit all over the internet, Cliff. Oh, my God. Do you get... Okay, does the internet, does it ever, do you ever just say, okay, this is over. We don't need this anymore. Well, I used to think that until the show started. That there, this is the reason for the internet. But if you think about it, Cliff, our show right now is traveling through shit tubes right now. Through the shit to tubes. To your ears, listeners, and we're coming through the shit tubes. It's just technology is really, I don't understand it. <laughs> Nobody does. I don't understand it. That's why if, if the world, like, you see all those movies that have, like, end of the world and like, something shuts down, everybody's like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I guess we'll just, you know, eat these berries in the backyard and die. Berries in the backyard, yard, and, yard Unless yard. you've been listening to our show and you have some good survival tips. You might have some survival tips. If we get the chance, we'll do a survival episode before the internet goes down for good. That's what I would do. Is that what you would do? That's what I'd do. All right. That's what you would do. That's what I would do. What would you do? W-W-I-D? What would I do? What would I do? Kendall, I've got a what would I do for you to tell me what you would do about. Do it, Cliff. Kendall, we don't know why, but Satan has a bone to pick with you. I thought you had a boner. No, he might, but it's irrelevant (laughs) in regards to you. Okay. Kendall, Satan, he's just so tired of you. He turns... Your bones to fat and your fat to bone in your body, which makes it very hard to move now that you're 90% bone. Think about it. And it's just big (laughs) bulbous bones everywhere protruding. So anyway, Kendall, this is the fate Satan has decided you deserve. What would you do? Well, Cliff, I would go have a bone endectomy where I get like 70% of the bones in my body removed because I don't need them. And then I'd just be a gelatinous mass with a couple bones here and there. I'd keep the important ones. Mm. And then I could just like blob around like a like the blob in the mm. old blob movie. Too bad Satan kills you on the operating <laughs> table. <laughs> well, you you should you should have stopped me at, at the beginning to tell me about that. Should have stopped me. Should have woulda coulda. Should have woulda coulda. Cliff, coulda, cliff, coulda, cliff. You find an old book. Old book. It looks it looks really cool in the thrift store. Uh oh. And it, but when you get home, you realize that it holds a curse. Oh, cursed book. Uh, but now the uh, great was thing that about the curse, it does that when I open it. <laughs> that's the sound it made. 
And fortunately, when you look at it, it says it's a choose-your-own-curse book. Oh, So shit. you get to choose. It's, All right. Thank God. Thank so God. So your choice of curses are Fuck. you could either have to call your family every time you had a sexual thought and explain it to them. Or, every time you sit down, you poop all over yourself. What do you do? I mean, you, I do what anybody would do, or you'd never get off the phone with your damn family. You poop. That's what, that's what I would say. I think that's all, that's all you can do in that situation. Hello? You just don't sit you down without sitting on the, the toilet. You just get a diaper. And Mr. Snobbine's done just fine that way for years. Listen. All right, Kendall, ask me something hard next time. <laughs> All right, Kendall. Oh, no. Well, Uh-oh. you've done it again. You go to a diner, and you stiff the waitress on a tip. Why would you do it? What an asshole. Well, this is a, never happened in real life. Too bad for you. The evil waitress was evil, first off, <laughs> and she was also a genie. Oh, an evil I know how to genie. pick them. And she looks at the quarter tip you gave her, and she curses you. Speaking of curses. <laughs> oh, no. Here's the curse. To look like yourself in real life, which is bad enough, Mm -hmm. right? But this is what's going to really stick it to you. In the mirror, you're going to look really good. You're going to look like really hot, like Jake Gyllenhaal or somebody. Okay. And so you're cursed to look at the mirror and see yourself in a way you'll never be. What would you do? I mean, where's that genie at? (laughs) Because I think... Look, look. I don't look, care look, about how I look to other people anymore anyway. Wrong. Just, no, let me finish. Because I just realized I'm so, so fat. And I don't care. So I just want to f- be healthy and feel good. But if I looked good in the mirror all the time, like that's all—that's the motivation I need to be confident. I would just walk out in the world and not give a fuck anymore. Kendall thinks this song is about him. <laughs> He's so vain. All right, well, I think that would be torture. Personally, to know I look like myself, but then when I glimpse, I glimpse how good I could look if uh, something else had happened, if I'd been born of different DNA. Oh, it's all about me. All I care about is how I look to myself. Torture. Oh, okay, Cliff. Speaking of a harder one, here we go. All right. You get a call all from right. a music producer Hello? who has heard our show somehow. <coughs> Must have been playing. <coughs> in like some torture place and he was walking through. Uh, Anyway, he says you have the most perfect pitch he's ever heard. Right. Uh, Makes sense so far. He would like to sign you. But, Cliff, no more of that stupid podcast or Busheltown or any of that shit. You have to give it all up to be a famous, huge singer. What do you tell him? I tell him I can do all this without you. I don't need him. And then I could still have the show, the fun, food folks and fun of the show. And I, I, I have all, I'm already a big star. It was the pictures that got small. Food so, folks, fat and fun. Right. So, I, you know, that's another one. I, I don't even have to think about it. Because right. where there's one offer, there's a hundred more. Cliff, I think you're starting to get what I'm talking about, about the sewage system being like life. You're just letting it pass through you. I'm proud of you for that. I try to let everything you say pass through. <laughs> uh, all right, it's your turn. Oh. Kendall? Yeah? In a wonderful stroke of luck, public tastes change. <laughs> and suddenly, morbidly obese, balding men are all the rage, especially if they're 40 or older. 
And guess what? Paramount Plus has found you, a balding fat man of 40 or older, and wants you for a project. And they're just going to let you decide the project. Paramount Plus. Oh, shit. What would you do? Well, Cliff, I would, I would tell them, look, I'd never work alone. I have a, a partner that writes with me and co-hosts with me, and I must call him for guidance because he will know the right project. And then, of course, I call you, and you're like, this is it, and we tell him, and it's a huge success. And I get on the phone, I give him 40 different options to yeah, choose from yeah, immediately. Yeah, finally have the right answer, Cliff. I would say you do because they're good. When, once they hear you have another balding morbidly obese yeah. man two of for the price of one. 40 or older, they're going to think, well, shit, we could have two in the same thing. So I think we, here's what I think we do. You remember, I don't know if they even do this anymore, but a few years ago, <laughs> they did this stupid thing. And they did it with like this Charlie Sheen sitcom, Anger Management. Do you remember uh-huh. this? Yeah. On FX. And they did some other shows this way where they, I don't know, I don't know if it's FX, it was somewhere. And they ordered 10 shows. If they liked the 10 shows, they ordered 90 more. Oh. So that's th- that's literally what they did. And <laughs> that's what we'll do. So we just, you know, and I can, listen, give me an hour. I'll go work up 99 episodes <laughs> for us to do, okay? And, and I think that would be fun. And we could, we could show people that you could do that stupid business model and make it work. Yeah. That's a great idea. I'm glad I called you, Cliff. Right. All right. Oh, I forgot I asked you that. That's <laughs> what I was giving that great answer. I know. Well, again, I asked. I just called my writing partner. Cliff, you wake up in a field with a bomb strapped to your wrist. Not again. Yep. And there's a note that says, you have really pissed someone off and this is for you. You've managed to disengage the bomb and escape from the field only to find there are minefields all around the field. There's no hope for escape. What do you do? No, you get a big stick, you hold it out in front of you to test for the mines. But there are no sticks here. They've cleaned them all out. No, there's one somewhere. Can't get rid of all the sticks, Kendall. They're always falling off trees, blowing around. Find one. It's probably one right there next to you. Reach for a big stick, then you hold it out and you test to where you walk, where you're going to walk. And then you make your way through the bombs. And I don't remember what was... Why was I making my way through the bombs? To escape. Oh, to escape. Right. No, I escape. Well, what, what, what if uh, you touch one of those and it blows up and it kills you? I'll be singing in the angel choir <laughs> that night. Cliff and Kendall, cloud to cloud. Cloud to cloud. Kendall, I have one more All right. for you. Just, just, just imagine. 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 Susan imagine. is going to present a local jockey with a loving cup to commemorate his, you know, jockey successes. Mm-hmm. She's the head of the local jockey appreciation league. Okay. And then, whoops, you get the loving cup stuck on your big fat head. Uh-oh. Kendall, you can barely see out of this thing, but you try to walk to the Busheltown Metal Workers Union to see if they can get it off your head in time for the big presentation. But you end up getting lost and in the middle of the North Busheltown Woods with a loving cup on your head. Oh, no. What would you do? Well, Cliff, luckily... Um, I, I don't know why I got a little off at first. It must have been the loving cup on my head, but I'm great with directions. And so I, I smell, especially when it comes to food. Ugh. So I smell, I sniff, and I notice that I can smell the, the North Bushtown Bakery. And I make my, my way there, and I go in and I ask for lots of butter. And I just put it all over my face. I eat about half of it, and then the rest I smother all over my face, and I'm able to 
pop that loving cup right off my face and then I catch the 12.30 express train down to the ceremony and I get there just in time to present this butter cup or butter filled loving cup to uh, to him. Well that would have worked except you were killed by demon possessed pig farmer or guinea pig farmer hillbilly willy whichever one is currently oh, shit. roaming the north Busheltown woods murdering Willy nilly. You didn't tell me it was a late October night. And the air was a little chilly. Be. It doesn't have to be. That's just the that's just the busy season. Mm. Could happen anytime. I thought I'd be safe. Wrong. Always wrong. A lot of people thought they'd be safe. Ended up dead. Well, I guess I should just start answering your questions. What would you do? I would die. <laughs> if you want to cut out the middleman, that's what you can do. <laughs> We need you to come over and help us set up some chairs. We've got some extra sewage workers coming right in from the pipes. They're going to join us for the rye speech. We need seats for them, boys. But what about Charles? Dear, no, Charles is is busy. I dropped my notes into the sewage, dear, and he, he volunteered to jump in to grab them. Yes, and Crockpot is standing above the, the open line waiting for him to come back. So they're too busy, Bowers. We need you to come put up these chairs. You know, the children can't do it. They're in vacation Bible school today. Oh, well, let me, hold on, let me get my nose clamp before we go outside. Get your nose clamp. Can you know, wipe that fucking peanut butter off your face? Well, I'm sorry. It, All right, we'll, be, we'll be right out. All right, I'll be back after this. Okay. Don't get any funny ideas. There's more funny Cliff and Kindle coming up, so stick around. Is moral responsibility out of style? Our papers and our newsreels and, yes, our own observations tell us that immorality surrounds us as never before. We see violence in the streets, in our cities and suburbs, graft and corruption in the highest public offices to which we look for leadership. When scandal in local and national government has become so commonplace that many begin to consider a way of life, then I say that we, as a nation, are not far from the kind of moral decay that has brought on the fall of other nations and people. In your heart, you know he's right. And now, welcome back to the show. Give me an E flat. <laughs> Perfect. Gosh, sounds so good. All right, Kendall. This is. Do you have more to say about sewage, or are you ready to flush that topic? Oh, uh, we could flush it. There's so much sewage surrounding us anyway, and we've said so much already. We should probably move on. Sewage says so much. We, <laughs> we probably, probably did all episode about it before anyway. I'm thinking that we have listeners yeah. look it up in the uh, annals of our show. Mm-hmm. It's there. 
more about fat barks. Podbean.com slash Cliffandkindle.podbean.com. Or you just search Cliff and Kindle, you'll find it. You know that. You know, listeners, you know where it is. You know where time it is. You're not as stupid as the host. So if it's time to get our minds out of the gutter. And where? And up into the sky with some sunshine. It's that thing we see in the sky sometimes. It's a big ball of fire. Sun, it is a great ball of fire. When, is that, do you think that's what Jerry Lee Lewis meant when he was singing that song about his 13-year-old cousin? Uh, probably not. It was probably something to do with his 13-year-old cousin. <laughs> Goodness gracious, I, I'm horny for my 13-year-old cousin in Man. a way that of great balls of fire. There used to be so many pedophiles back in the day. It used to be weird, didn't it? People would marry like these young teenagers. Yes. And like, oh god! Even even if it was acceptable, like what was what the hell was going on? What the hell were they thinking? Yeah. And even because I mean that was recent. But think about you know one of my great performances when they do PBS retrospective. They'll talk about my turn as Fiedka and Fiddler on the Roof in high school. I was the only character in the entire thing had no songs. <laughs> That's not a joke. That's true. But anyway, kid, when I was Fiedka, you know there was. The I believe that this is what happened. He marries, he's a Russian, and he marries one of Tevia's daughters, right? Sure. Kava. He marries her, her his daughter Kava, who's played by my friend Cherie, who used to live just two doors down from me, like that Dolly song two when I was a kid. Down. Isn't it funny how life works out? And then he, I think she's a hairdresser now. God bless her and the hair she does. But anyway, she was Kava, and we were getting married, but there was another daughter, or maybe this was her, and she married me instead of this guy i forget but anyway it was one of those things tevia was like hey i've got this 15 year old daughter maybe that 50 year old guy over in town would love to marry her and let's you know i'll work out a dowry and all this bullshit because that's just how it was what is what was the what were people they weren't smoking they were smoking different stuff yeah What's happening? I don't know. I just don't know why people thought that was a good thing. Ooh, let me get a 15-year-old. Mm, like, that just no. is gross. It is It's weird. Ugh. Unless unless you're 15, in which case it makes sense. Oh, yeah. I, I thought you were telling I was like, no. But no, it was very yeah. weird. I don't care if you are a laser wolf, the town furrier or whatever the fuck you was in Anatevka. I belong in... Anatevka. Remember that song, Ken? No, I don't. Intimate, <laughs> obstinate, Anatevka. Let me, let me tell you Where what I remember. Where else could oh. Sabbath be so sweet? What do you remember about Fiddler on the Roof? Fiedka? This is what I remember about Fiddler on the Roof. If I were a rich man, and that pretty much sums up what I know about Fiddler on the Roof. That's pretty early in the show. Anatevka's later on. After I, I had, watching there was there, there was a Kava ballet. The girl that I married, I had I didn't dance. You know, I, you know they put me in the <laughs> so back. Wait, you didn't sing. You didn't dance. I I moved. Were you on the stage? I moved in time with the music. I would not call <laughs> it dancing. You know, when if there's ever a dance scene, I'm put in the back. Yeah, the middle and the back behind a lot of people who can do it and know what. That's why doing. we leave the singing to you and the dancing to me. Clint. To you, whoa. Whoa, whoa, you know, that's, whoa. <laughs> that's a hot that's one. That's weird. It's a hot one. Like the sun. Are we going to talk about the sun or the weird first? Oh, let's talk about the sun. Well, I forgot. It was 20 minutes ago when I mentioned the sun. Uh, it doesn't matter to me either way. We're going to talk more about the sun. We're going to do a mini countdown, change the subject here. We've said all there was to say about sewage. So we're going to change it and we're going to count down in a mini countdown. The greatest 
songs about the sun. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Alright, and I was looking over here a minute ago, and now I remember why. I was looking for a space coin. So flip the space oh. coin. We have heads right. or tails. I'm going to call it four heads. Uh-oh. Tails. Means you go. Alright, Cliff. I'm going to start us out. Start it. Starting here, starting now. With this one. Here we go. Don't take any of my songs about the sun. Oh, I'm... Sure, I probably will. <laughs> nah, I bet you won't. Uh, here we go. Let's start. I'm trying to find out which one I want to do first. Are you reading my son? Mm-hmm. I'm not reading um, them. I'm wishing you'd done this before the show. Possibly you know, I like to do it break. in the moment. <laughs> uh, well, it's because it's so hard. Because I like them all. It is hard. Um, all right, Cliff. I'm going to start with this one. It's a great one. It's an Started. old classic. Go for it. You are my sunshine. My only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll what? never know, yeah. dear, we know. how We've much heard. I, I I would let you go on, but listeners are like, let's not let him go on. Now, what's your favorite use of that song? Is there one that pops into your mind? Or your favorite uh, rendition? Or Well, I mean, okay. I did. I went to see you know Chris Stapleton one time. Okay. And his wife sang it. And it was like the most beautiful version I'd ever heard. I oh. thought that was beautiful. I really liked it. But I don't know, like... Yeah, I don't know if it's been used for anything, but I thought that was the best version I've ever heard. Well, you're wrong. The best version, <laughs> one of the best versions is the Johnny Cash version. It's very good. The other one I do is one. in Beaches. Near the end of the oh, movie, God. they are driving to the beach, and it's Bette and Barbara Hershey and Barbara Hershey's daughter, and they're just having a gay old time as they drive in their what is that vehicle with the convertible top. And convertible? They're, they're singing about... You are my sunshine the other night, dear, as I lay sleeping. I dreamed I held you in my arms. When I awakened, I was mistaken. And then Barbara Hershey's, like, beeper goes off because she got to take her pills. <laughs> and so that's the best use of that it is in good. pop culture or any culture, any culture. In any culture. Since the Romans. Any planet. Right. Any universe. Any universe. <laughs> That's the number one one. use of You Are My Sunshine. You Are My Sunshine, number six on the sun. Countdown, sun. (laughs) All right. Oh, shit. I'm going to go ahead and answer no for the question I'm about to ask, which is, Kendall, have you ever heard this song? It's by the Polyphonic Spree. It's called Hey, It's the Sun. I, I got lost in the song there. I could see you were lost. You were dancing like a flower child. Dancing see- like a flower child. Polyphonic Spree. I don't even know if they're still together anymore. Once upon a year, many moons ago, our first lady, Rayanne, and I, we saw the Polyphonic Spree. And it was uh, it really was one of the great small concerts I've ever, ever seen. They were mesmerizing. It's a big, big group of people. And they said... Follow the day and reach for the sun. Hey, it's the sun. 
five on the Sun Countdown. Well, that's beautiful. Number five. My favorite little concert was when I went to Jenny Lewis. And my favorite is when you don't rub it in about going to Jenny Lewis without me. Although I have seen her twice, so it's not like I haven't ever seen her. I saw Rilo Kylie well, and I saw Jenny go. and Johnny together. So I know, and I wish to God, Kendall, if you knew me at all, you would have gotten me birthday gift for turning forty tickets to go see Harry Styles and Jenny Lewis opening for him, but you didn't, and that's okay. I forgive you as a friend. But Let's, I didn't even know. Well, you didn't know. Now you know all the ways you failed me. Now it's time <laughs> to go and get Mrs. Potter. Better, better turn. Oh, hey, do you have a minute before, before you start? We need oh, to do yeah, but I'm minutes. just doing some vocal warm-ups. Oh, 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 there's just no time for anything weird. You know there's always time for weird. We've said it over and over again. Yeah, yeah, come on, come on. Oh, it's, we'll make it short. If we must, dear God, I do need to finish my vocal warm-ups. All right, well, I, we just got a few weird news items. Here we go. Please make this snappy, boy. <laughs> Glover, you want to start? Kendall, a Michigan man... Demolishing the back landing of his home made a surprising discovery under the stairs. Oh, no. Kendall, do you want to guess what he found? I do want to guess. Guess. Bowling ball. Motherfucker! (laughs) He found 160 (laughs) bowling balls. Can you believe this? I could believe it. I could believe it. And, you know, there was a spherical object in the sand, and it was one of the bowling balls. The guy said he didn't think a lot about it. He was kind of assuming maybe there were just a couple there to fill it in. The deeper I got into it, the more I realized it was basically an entire grid work of bowling balls under the guy's house. He dug up 160 in the next few days, and he said, oh, oh, wow. So the house, <laughs> I should have read this earlier. The homeowner said the house was built in 1959 while the Brunswick Bowling Products Factory was still operating in Muskegon. And so probably it was just some old Brunswick employee <laughs> said, hey, let's, I don't even want to do, I'll put some bowling balls under my house. It, well, you know, it, and I remember I heard he said it was easier to roll bowling balls out of the way than to move sand and figure out where to put all that. So uh, Exactly, Kendall, exactly. And I couldn't have said that better myself. What, was this a, a story you're working on together, boys? <laughs> what is, I don't know what. A bowling balls in a basement. Boys, I can't believe you took us away from Mrs. Butter 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 Chun's vocal exercises for something oh, like this. You know, you're right. You're right. And and I would have never have taken you away for that. I will take you away for something much weirder, though. Well, by the way, the bowling balls are no good to bowl with anymore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Dear, everyone knows that bowling balls are not useful after they've been under the dirt for more than two years. <laughs> I could have told you that, boy, and I've never even heard of such a thing <laughs> happening. Okay, well, everyone, homing pigeons. You know what homing pigeons do, right? They Go find home. their way back home. Well, this group... Oh, I just poked myself in And I'm not a homing pigeon. This group of homing pigeons... They were in Florida, and you know what things happen in Florida? Uh, what happens there stays there. It, well, and this is that's what happened. They got confused and got lost on a Florida exit, and they had to close down I-95 for three hours because all these homing pigs just landed there. It was a hundred homing pigs. They evidently fallen off a truck and refused to move, and they posed a huge driving hazard to motorists. And so a crate, I mean. Um, because the birds roost at night, the pigeons stayed on the road until bright lights from vehicles startled them, and they flew in the air and created a hazard for drivers again. So the, the rule is here, don't take your homing pigeons down the interstate. Leave them at home. Leave them at home. 
That sounds quite odd. <laughs> Very odd, but hardly worth mentioning. All right, well, animal rescuers, you know, this one is going to surprise you guys because, you know, Kendall's always going on. It's like, I had it so hard in school. I had to walk up six feet of snow and naked in the rain and all this. But he, he didn't have it like this. Animal rescuers in India were summoned to a school to relocate a leopard that wandered into the cafeteria after an apparent confrontation with a rival. I guess a rival leopard and not a student. I'm not sure. But they said that after maintenance staff at the facility discovered an adult male leopard in the cafeteria, workers closed the doors and windows from the outside to ensure the leopard stayed there. I'd let it out. The leopard was tranquilized. Luckily, not harmed, not harmed at all. That's good. It was taken to the wildlife SOS Leopard Rescue Center. I assume SOS stands for SOS, the ABBA song. <laughs> when sure. I need you near me, darling, don't you hear me? SOS. Guys, listen to that song, and they're like, I got an idea. How about a wildlife rescue center? <laughs> I could save leopards that have been caught in cafeterias. Now, the leopard's wounds are being treated, and the animal will be rehabilitated. Kendall, back to health before being released into the wild, everybody. Oh. And if you don't think that's weird, I don't know what it is. What a happy ending. <laughs> yes, I, I like the part about release. <laughs> Could you please release us now? You know, we didn't have leopards in my school club. We did have a group of possums one time that we had to evacuate the school for. Oh, no. Dear, we really must be getting back to the speech. Well, now, Kendall, do you have any more weird news? Well, I do, but I don't want to hold up anybody. I know. Well, I don't mind do. holding up anybody. I've got oh, one please. more. Just, this is, you're going to be so glad you heard this. You're going to work, want to work this into the speech. All right, you know, you know how I love to share books about long overdue library <laughs> books. I love to share stories about long overdue library books, you right? Do. That's true. Well, I think we found the biggest doozy of them all. Uh -oh. Okay, <gasps> officials at a British cathedral said a book that arrived in the mail recently is believed to have been checked out from the facility's library more than. 300 years oh, ago. Goodness, what terrible etiquette. Oh, my bowels. Oh, I wasn't, oh, excuse me, boy. I wasn't expecting a number that long. Oh, who's going to pay that fine? Well, buckle up, because you're about to find <laughs> oh, out. The Reverend Canon Keith Farrow, not related to Ronan Farrow, I don't think, who has served as Vice Dean and Canon Missioner, which, <laughs> Kendall, you could have been a Canon Missioner. Could have. You, you, you took all the wrong turns. At Sheffield Cathedral since 2014 said the book was a 1704 printing of The Faith and Practice of a Church of England Man. God. And it arrived in the mail this week along with a note from a woman explaining its origins. Said it, uh, it has come back to us because a lady in Wales whose godmother passed away found it amongst her belongings. And in her will was the bequest that it should be returned to the cathedral. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's actually dated on the inside 1709. And it's very beautifully written. It says, This book belongs to Ye Lending Library at Sheffield Church which is Sheffield Cathedral. So this has obviously been taken out of the lending library and not returned. He said the cathedral's library had been popular until it was dismantled in the 1800s. Pharaoh joked that the overdue fee for the book could, call, could buy the cathedral a new roof. But, of course, they're too nice to impose the fee upon it, especially when the damn thing's been closed for 200 years. I think it'd be hard to impose a library fee when the <laughs> library's been closed for two centuries. But, but anyway, they're just so happy to have the book back. They think it's just the neatest thing that's ever happened at Sheffield Cathedral. 
And I, it made me think, guys, of when I was little, not in the 1700s, although close enough in the 1980s, at my church, we had a lending library. Did you know this, Kendall? I didn't know it. You never mentioned it. We did. I don't know if I have any books still out. I might. But the books, oh, this, is, <laughs> this is how long ago it was. I used to get books, and they were the so picture book, not, not a novelization, but a picture bookerization of the Peanuts specials. Oh, really? As they came. So it would be like Snoopy's Nightmare or Snoopy Gets Married <laughs> or whatever. And it was just pictures from the story, if from the special. If you hate to read. Yeah, and, and then, <laughs> but then, you know, it had the, yeah. the, what happened. It had the story in there, too. But that's what I used to get from the church library. <laughs> Everybody, I don't know why the church library, it went out probably before before the 80s were over, I would think. But, man, that story, but that, it brought back some memories no. to me. That's why I thought you'd want to hear it instead of going out and doing those vocal things because, you know, the church library. Did you guys ever get stuff from a church library? You had to have. Oh, dear. We always would, would donate books, and, and, of course, we would share books together. But, oh, that story just had me all torn up, dear. Not only was it just a book that had been out for 300 years, but it was from a church. <laughs> oh, the etiquette, dear. Could you imagine? <laughs> but we have to focus on the Lord's work, which was oh, right. working hard and tirelessly for 300 years. Oh, it works in mysterious ways. <laughs> oh, and this is one of the most mysterious I've ever heard about. Oh, that's right, dear. Getting a book back after 300 years. Well, there was a reason, oh, you know. imagine the celebration in heaven that night. <laughs> Sugar lump. Oh, I hope there's a celebration like that after our speech. <laughs> oh, I know that there is if you get out and do those warm-ups, oh, Let's go, dear. Red, yellow, leather, yellow, leather, yellow, leather, 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 we did hold them for a long time. We did, but man, I had the weirdest stories about library books and whatever else. They're weird. They're weird. Told you. And now, but we're back, Kendall. Well, I felt so good. I had this great one to share about bowling balls. And then you, oh. just, you just you rolled that one right down the lane past me, Cliff. Gutter ball. It was a gutter ball, Kendall. Cliff. Gutter ball. That's going to be Kendall's new nickname. Let's move on past that. Move, it's time move, please. For number four. All right. On the list. Cliff. Here comes the sun, doobie doobie. Here comes the sun, I say it's alright. Alright, I was waiting. Uh, well, I like it, okay. Oh. I was waiting for you to bring it up, and I was gonna ask, because I'm I just wanna know. I love listeners and I. Love to hear your insights. Love to hear the connections you have with things. What's your connection to? Here comes the sun, little darling. Well, don't you? Boo, 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 boo. I think everyone can attest. And to I that, say that you just it's all singing right. it into my face is such a great memory of it. Uh, I think everyone can to attest, Cliff, that you know you're in a bad mood, you're having a bad day, and you're, you're driving along in your car, and it's sunny out, and that song comes on the radio. Or you, it comes out after a gloomy week of rain. You put that song on the radio. It just gets the fires burning. Fires burning. Don't you love it? I love when the fires burn. And I love when George Harrison is one that lights the fire. 
of the Beatles. Did you even say that was the Beatles? I didn't. I thought it went without saying. Thought it wrong. <laughs> Kendall, the teens, and Gen Z listeners are unfamiliar. I forget that I have to mention these things. You know, it's like some things I just think people know. Well, Kendall, my next song, number three. Three. Is the opposite of Here Comes the Sun, in many ways. It's called... The sun ain't gonna shine anymore. When you're around from the album, it's a man's 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 world, man. It's called oh, man. Sun Ain't Gonna Shine Anymore. And its best use. In history, the best use of Here Comes the Sun was when I sang it a few minutes ago. <laughs> the best use of... The second best. <laughs> of uh, this one, Sun Ain't Gonna Shine Anymore Share, was in a classic episode of The X-Files, a black and white episode where there was a guy and he loved Share and he had been a big fan and they tried to get Share to do a cameo at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. She didn't, because I think she was out of the country. She's busy. And she's busy, but she did say on tour, she said, oh, I didn't do it, but then I watched it, and I wish I'd done it. <laughs> so, there you go. That's the best use. The sun ain't gonna shine anymore. Boy, I need you. I can't go Don't you love when you're watching something like The X-Files, which you know you love already. Oh, yeah. And then something else that you love pops on the screen. It's kind of like when I'm watching a show and like all of a sudden they got a big magic show in the middle. And I'm like, oh, how could this get any better? It's like a month or two ago when I saw a paparazzi picture of Jake Gyllenhaal. And not only was he kneeling next to a big garbage bag full of bagels, which is enough mm-hmm. to make me double excited, <laughs> but he had on these cool shoes, which I've already tried to buy, and they're sold out. You can't buy them anymore. They're Adidas, and they were all printed with Kermit the Frog oh, all over them. Yes, I remember seeing those. I try. I looked online. I tried. You can't. Those kind. I couldn't find. That, after seeing a picture like that, I'm sure you had to change your your pants. I There's had, too many things in one. I had to change everything. You said it was like, you, it was like here comes the sun. It just come on the radio uh-huh. and I, everything changed. Yeah, I, I get it. Uh, well, that's like the the Muppets Haunted Mansion thing this fall that's yeah. coming. Like, it's too many good things together. It's like peanut butter and chocolate together at last. Yeah, get me an extra set of shorts. I'm going to need them. Kendall, that's something Ooh. everybody should... No. It is that I need an extra pair of shorts standing by. Because they're not big enough, for one. Well, well you, they could rip any time. You're exploding. You never out. know when here comes the sun. It's going to come on the radio. Oh, okay. All right, Kendall, here's something you should know. You ready? I'm so ready. Uh, I do know that already. That and what comic strip character cares for pets named Kavak and Snurt when he's not pillaging and plundering? Uh... What was that? It was like a like a big ogre thing or yeah, something? Yeah, kind of. What was his name? Grunt or something? No. No. I don't know. Oh, okay, that's horrible. Hagar the Horrible. Hagar! The Horrible. The comic Sounds strip. like Gorf. Sounds, you know, that's, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot like Gorf. Sound, you know, it's close. It's, In my brain, they're right next to each other. Yeah. Uh, click, what southern U.S. state executed the most prisoners per capita 
From 1996 to 2001. Was it deep in the heart of Texas? No. No. Where? Deep in the heart of where? Well, they found a new use for sheep there. Oh, deep in the heart of Alabama. Alabama, Cliff, Alabama. Well, they didn't know what to do with sheep. Except for fucking... <laughs> so they just killed people. They just killed them. All right, Kendall, well, that's a shame for... Yeah, it uh, is. the sheep and the people. Who crooned? You know me, I'm a crooner. I do. I'm a crooner. Guilty. Who crooned the theme song to Moonlighting? Some walk by night. Some fly by day. I'll give you a multiple choice. Okay. Was it Al Jarreau, Andy Williams, or Johnny Mathis? Andy Williams. Is incorrect. It was <laughs> Al Jarreau. Well, I was close, Cliff. I was right next to it on the list. On the list. It was on the same um, list. Cliff, what corporation's logo was found on unlicensed yarmulkes during the New York City sweep of Judica shops in 2000? Pepsi. No. No. Nike, Cliff. Just Nike. Do Just do it. Kendall, what diver turned dog trainer noted, one of the great treasures the world has to offer is the love of a dog. Uh, Caesar? Caesar Romero. Yes. Ah! The Joker from Batman 66. No. no. That was Caesar the dog trainer. Was it not Caesar Million, the dog whisperer or whatever? whatever. No. <laughs> Emphasis on the diver part. Greg Luganus. Oh. Olympic diver. Uh, that would have got it for me. You don't know who but Greg I... Luganus is? No. Kendall, welcome to the 20th century. Well. Last 20 years ago. I've, he was I've a been busy. World famous diver. 20 years ago, Cliff. What was that? That was 2001. Kendall, I have known we you were. for 20 years. Did you know this? That this was our 20th anniversary year that of is. knowing. Yes. And in 2001, we were meeting each other. And in and, the summer, and, and a registration day like this, everything went to shit. And no, I couldn't remember anything after that. That's, I, that's I, when the good old days started. <laughs> no, they were, that's why I don't remember anything now. Cliff, what novel saw Hannibal the Cannibal Lecter make his delectable debut? Oh, was that Uncle Tom's Cabin? <laughs> oh, Cliff. No, no, he no. Was, they didn't call him out, and that he was just lurking in the background. It was Red Dragon. Red, I thought it was either Uncle Tom's Cabin or Blue Dragon, and I was so you're off. wrong both times. Anyway, Ken, that's all I've got that you should know. I right. I'm not thinking you're going to know much else. <laughs> Just gonna that is a good thought you have. Go ahead and call it off that's for the day. The we have We're out of time for We're that. We're out of time. Know. That's, that's the we got to get back to those thing about sun it. songs. Sun. Songs about the sun. And it made me smile. It's time for number two, Cliff. Number two, Kendall in the sewage plant. Now, I, there is another song that I, I do want to do an honorable mention, but I, I don't think it would be your number one, but I'll, I'll hold off. All for right. Now. But this one is number two. Don't let the sun go down on me. That was a little yes. unknown person named 
Elton John. <laughs> and does isn't there isn't like the most famous version the duet with him? Yeah, with uh, George, George Michael. Michael. Yeah. Sun went down though eventually, no, but now Kendra, what does that mean to you? This, don't let the sun go down on me. It's well, like, like losing everything. It's it, Cliff. I think it's it's metaphor again for the feeling of like wanting to be relevant, wanting to be hip and present and with it, and have friends and everything. I mean, this is the way I look at it. Okay. I don't care what the lyrics. Are. I don't know what the I don't but, know what the verses. Are. I mean, I'm sure it's about love or something stupid. But <laughs> for me, Cliff, it's like you want to continue to be relevant. You, don't don't let the sun go down on me. I'm not done yet. Not done. I'm still kicking. Still kicking. That's it. Kick number one. Uh oh. Out into the front. Kick it. Kendall, this number one song about the sun is recorded by this crazy bunch back in the day. And it just starts with a thought. Think I'll, I'll go, go for a walk outside now. now. The summer sun's calling my name. name. I hear you now, I just can't stay inside all day. I gotta get out and give me some of those rays. Everybody's smiling, sunshine day. Everybody's laughing, sunshine day. Everybody seems so happy today. Sunshine Day by the Brady Bunch. Yeah, good old Brady Bunch. Kendall, when you think about the light unto the world, the lamp unto our feet, it's the Brady Bunch. It is. It's, I don't care who says they're that. It's the Brady's. Cliff, it was a story of a lovely lady. And they didn't stop there. They mm. kept singing. <laughs> Just kept going. It was a good hunch that they had, and they kept singing one of, the, one of their great songs. Can't you hear it calling your name? Greatest song of the Brady's. They had some good ones. Uh, Model TA and uh, that one Greg used to sing about the, the flowers and the clowns. Of the, and that <laughs> and, but this was but this is Sunshine Day. This was more of an upbeat one. It's immortal. If I don't know why, maybe they do play it on all these stations. They should. One of the great songs of whatever year it came out, the early 70s, Kendall, the Brady Bunch. That was a wonderful number one. It's a sunshine day, and it's a beautiful day. We're in the plant, but as soon as we get out of the sewage plant, and we're going to see the sun, we're going to reach for it, we're going to not let it go down on us, we're going to think about it's our sunshine, our only sunshine, and the other songs I sang too, and it's not going to go down anymore. Well, she's starting her speech over there. <laughs> we got to go. Well, well, I just wanted to mention, oh. the honorable mention, one of my favorites that I almost put up there at the top was Shine Like the Sun yeah, from the 9 to 5 musical. Do- another Dolly special. Almost put it on love my it. list. I love the Doris Day song, Powder Your Face with Sunshine. Put on a great big smile. It's just so great. And uh, 
on the sunny side of the street. Oh, so many. Grab your coat and, and get, get your, your hat. Leave your worries on the doorstep. Just evict your feet to the sunny side of the street. Oh, oh, they're telling us to be quiet. Oh, shit. Sorry. All right, let's go out. Right, we got to go. Thing. We'll see you next week. All right. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. Sure.